Well, hello, friend. And how are you today? I hope you're happy and feeling well wherever you may be. And if not, maybe I can bring you some peace, relaxation, and a little bit of joy through music. This is Songs and Stories, Supplemental Jazz Edition, Part 76. Welcome to the show. If you're new here, well, I do this usually every week when when I can. Sometimes my life gets in the way of my hobby. But when I can, I try and put together a jazz show every week featuring five artists, five compositions, and five stories to go along with each. A little bit of biography on each artist, a little bit about their music. Sometimes interconnecting stories from one artist to the next. On tap today, five songs, five stories, and we're going to start everything off with a young man from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. He's a good Canadian kid, Mr. Andrew Rathbun. This composition is titled Semantics. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the jazz. Thank you. 
Oh, yeah. Mr. Andrew Rathbun from the album Semantics. Composition title, Old Ballad for Hawk. I gave you the album title, not the composition title at the top of the show. And I apologize. I sometimes make mistakes when I reference my notes. I don't know everything, and I am prone to make mistakes from time to time. Because after all, I am a human man, and we make a lot of mistakes. So Andrew Rathbun, um, he's been prominent on the scene since the late 1990s as both a band leader and a composer. Toronto native, of course. Widely esteemed as one of the most creative and accomplished saxophonists, uh, composers, and band leaders of his generation. He plays both tenor and soprano sax. And he's been described as a gentleman who has uh, um, achieved a, a rare depth of lyricism, with authoritative swing and compositional intelligence. No, those are not my words. I'm reading that from his bio, because I am not quite sophisticated enough to describe him in that manner. (laughs) Brilliant individual, and he's worked with a lot of the greats in the jazz scene, but he he has also taught um, at... uh, Which school is he teaching at now? Uh, University of Maine, Kingsborough College the Amadeus Conservatory in northern Westchester County, New York, along with, um, he was an artist in residence at the Banff Center for the Arts. He also served as a fellow at the Aspen Music Festival, and he's a doctorate in jazz arts from the Manhattan School of Music. He's also secured recognition and support from the Ontario Council for the Arts, the Canada Council, and the American Music Center. To say the man is an accomplished musician would be an understatement. And his playing is oh so melodic and chill. Okay, let's move it along, shall we? I do have four more artists to get to. And most of these compositions are relatively long today, so let's dive right into the German artist, Marcus Bartelt. And I, I, keep, I keep mixing up the spelling of his name, and I want to call him Bartlett, but it's Bartelt. Marcus Bartelt. And... He is a uh, German, as I said, um, baritone saxophonist, and he, he's often been a band leader. Now, this is from the record At Ease, which was released in uh, September of 2022. He's accompanied by Martin Sasse, Martin Genkonovoski, I hope I said that correctly, and Joost van Schaik from the album At Ease. This composition is titled, Does the Sun Really Shine on the Moon?
composition that certainly is. Originally hailing from Cologne, Germany, that's Marcus Bartelt. And on that composition, he was accompanied by Martin Sasse on piano, Martin Jakokowski on bass, and Joost van Schaik on drums. Now, Mr. Uh, the bass player, Martin, I'll call him Martin G, because I'm, I know I've butchered the pronunciation of his name. It's G-J-A-K-O-N-O-V-S-K-I. I don't know if the J or the G is silent. Jakonowski, I don't know. I think I've pronounced it incorrectly, and for that I do apologize. It's a name I've only ever read, and I've never heard it pronounced before, so if I got it wrong, I'm terribly sorry. Now, that album, uh, At Ease, was released in September of 2022. And you may recognize a passage in that composition that sounded oddly familiar to you. And I'm probably wrong on this. But there is a portion of the composition that sounds an awful lot like Hurt from Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails. I could be wrong, but you do need to remember that there are only so many notes to go around. So the sonic similarities do happen from time to time. As I said earlier, Mr. Bartelt is originally hails from Cologne, Germany, and he he started out as a, solely a baritone saxophonist, but he decided that he wanted to take on some woodwind sections as well. So he plays a number of woodwind instruments along with the baritone sax. He occasionally leans into the tenor sax and sometimes the bass clarinet. And he's long worked with the absolute who's who of the European jazz scene, especially, of course, throughout Germany, where he is based. Brilliant writer, brilliant performer, although the only complaint I think I have about the man is the same complaint most have, is that he just takes his time between compositions, and that he will write, but he doesn't record very often, which is kind of a shame. I mean, after all, artists these days do make their money at performance and, and not recorded material, however... It would be nice to have a little bit more recorded material from him. So, I'm hopeful that, in time, he'll increase his frequency of his uh, musical releases. On to our next artist for the day, from the album Reminiscing at Rudy's. This is Houston Person, with the composition, I'll Let You Know. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
let you know. From the album, Reminiscent at Rudy's, Houston Person. Now that uh, gentleman, if you're not familiar with his work, well, you, you should be. He has 75 full-length albums as a band leader, going back to 1966. His first recording as a sideman with uh, Johnny Hammond's band was in 1963. A large part of his career, he was featured as the uh, uh, sax player for Etta Jones. It was long rumored that they were married, but that was never the case. They were just great musical collaborators. They first met back when uh, uh, she was playing uh, organ for the Johnny Hammonds band. The band is literally recorded with everyone in jazz. I mean, 75 albums as a lead, as a band leader? That's pretty amazing. As a sideman, forget it. I can't even begin to count. But they go back to 1963. Of course, this album was recorded July 19th, 2022, at the Van Gelder Studios in Englewood Cliffs, New Jersey. Even though Rudy Van Gelder passed away, his studio is going to outlive him. That's his little piece of immortality. One of the great jazz recording studios in the world. Highly regarded for its warm sound. Now, Mr. Person, Houston Person, he grew up in Florence, South Carolina, where he played piano before he switched to tenor sax. He's been known as a jazz, soul jazz, hard bop, and swing player. Musician, songwriter, band leader, and producer. The extraordinary Houston person. Um, 88 years of old, uh, 88 years of age, 88 years old, <laughs> he has shown absolutely no sign whatsoever of slowing down. So I'm hopeful I will get to see him play. You never know. Whether he shows up here in the nation's capital of Ottawa, Canada, at the Jazz Fest, or perhaps Montreal or Toronto, or maybe somewhere in upstate New York, I would like to uh, take a little road trip to see him perform. As he is 88, and again, he has shown no signs of slowing down, there aren't a whole lot of years left. I mean, after all, no one here gets out alive. I don't mean to get dark, but... We all have to go sometime, right? So I'm hoping to see him before he shuffles off this mortal coil. Okay, so before I get too weird and too dark on this uh, lovely day, well, as I sip my coffee. Oh, yeah. Black gold. Just love a cup of black coffee in the morning. It is morning when I'm recording this. I'm very relaxed and mellow. And I hope you are, too. Of course, that is one of the aims of this program, is to bring you some soothing relaxation through my voice and the music, along with the stories I tell about the artist who composed and performed. Up next, from the album Visitor, this is Carl Bagg, B-A-G-G-E, with Music for Some Film.
Well, that's a very mellow, melancholy composition for sure, but one that I happen to really appreciate. It's ever so chill. The great Carl Bage just celebrated his 43rd birthday on December 5th of 2022. 42nd birthday, what am I saying? My goodness, Paul. You're aging the man ahead of his time. That's just not fair now, is it? Martin Bage. Carl Bage, sorry. And so, while a composition was playing, I was trying to come up with a proper pronunciation for his name and discovered that there's a number of websites that can, well, you just insert the person's name and it will give you the pronunciation. So, on the previous composition, I'll let you know, sorry, not that one, the one prior, does the, does the sun really shine on the moon? I had a difficult time with Martin. Martin Jakonowski. Jakonowski. So that's how you pronounce his name. And I feel better about that, knowing that there is a way to do that. I guess a little bit of sleuthing on my part enabled me to find the little website that'll hook you up. It's uh, howtopronounce.com. There's another one titled howtopronouncenames.com, but it wouldn't pronounce his surname. So howtopronounce.com. It's a pronunciation dictionary. So once again, Martin... Martin Jakonowski. Jakonowski. There we go. Carl Bagge. Music for some film from the album Visitors, what you just heard. And, well, Carl hails from Sweden. And the album was, uh, when was it released? Very recently, I think. April 7th, 2022. So in the last year. Recorded in, um, on the 7th and 8th of June in 2021. Uh, at Lynn Fjall and Rickson. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. <laughs> it's a Swedish word. I should, uh, I should, when I, when I feature Scandinavian jazz musicians, I should probably touch base with a couple of friends uh, in Norway and in Sweden and my friend uh, Laura here, who is originally hails from Finland, to try and find out how to properly pronounce some of these names because I, I don't like to get things wrong. Rick's Mixon Servertket, or RMV Studio. Ooh, what a beautiful studio, too. Fantastic. Way to go, Carl. Looks like a great place to record. Jazz pianist, composer, producer, sound designer, band leader, and musical director. Carl Bagge. He's uh, primarily known as a, as a pianist, of course. And he's covered a lot of other artists throughout his, year, uh, throughout his uh, recording career, including uh, a version on the album Isabella Sings the Treasures of Harold Arlen, a version of Over the Rainbow, as we know, once really uh, uh, um, spectacularly performed by the late, great Judy Garland. He's also uh, featured on the album, is a, the same album, Isabella Sings the Treasures of Harold Arlen, Come Rain or Come Shine, originally by Ruby Hill. He's been around for uh, a number of years on the scene and is, well, is quite an accomplished musician. Touring, teaching, recording, and writing. I particularly like the record, Visitor. And the, the artwork on the cover is reminiscent of some of the albums from the 50s and 60s. Simple, simple graphic, four different shapes, basic colors. Just a very nice piece of art. Available in 180 grab vinyl for $22 U.S. Uh, funds or a $15 CD version. 
And of course, you can buy the digital album if you so choose, or just seek it out on any one of the number of streaming services that are widely available to us all. Carl Baggy. It's his debut album as a solo artist. After nearly two decades of, of working in the uh, jazz field and recording as a sideman for a number of other artists, this is his first venture as a, a band leader. So, I mean, you can call it a, certainly a, a solo album, except he is accompanied by uh, Magnus Lindgren, Martin Hopper, and Adam Ross. So it's not fully a solo album, but it is his as the band leader. Magnus uh, plays the tenor sax and flute, Martin Hopper on double bass, and Adam Ross on the drums. Okay. One more composition for you today. And this is from the deluxe edition of the um, album released in 2021, titled Oscar Peterson for Lovers. It's a compilation album with a total of uh, 26, 25 recordings, I should say, 25 recordings. And the record itself is a great listen from start to finish, as I am, as I've told you many times in the past, I am a, a big fan of Oscar Peterson. I love his work. The Man with Four Hands, the Maharaja of the Keyboard, the late great Canadian jazz master. From the album Oscar Peterson for Lovers, the deluxe edition, this is I Wants to Stay Here. Thank you. 
master, that is Oscar Peterson, the late, great Oscar Peterson, with his interpretation of I Wants to Stay Here, a.k.a. I Loves You, Porgy, from the album Porgy and Bess. Now, that is the re-released, updated, remastered edition of Oscar Peterson for Lovers, originally released in August of 2004. This version was released in August of 2021. So, some tweaking to the sound, some updates, and a couple of uh, additional cuts on the record. For a total of 25 songs, 25 sides, one hour and 31 minutes. The original composition, the original album was only a 45-minute release. So you've got quite a bit more on this one. And of course that is, oh, just such a great record from start to finish. I mean, Oscar Peterson plays Porgy and Bess, originally recorded in 1959. If you're not familiar with him, that's from the George Gershwin uh, opera, the 1935 George Gershwin opera, Porgy and Bess. So a lot of history with that composition. I wants to stay here. I really do miss Oscar Peterson's music. Um, I miss him, well, I, I miss his music. I get to listen to his music whenever I want, which is wonderful. But it's sad that, uh, you know, honestly, I think he was taken from us too soon. I mean, he wasn't a, a particularly young man, but he uh, wasn't exactly super old either. Was How old was he at the time? Let me just double check here. I can't remember. 82. And I say that's not super old because my dad is 81. So for me, you know, there's a little bit of uh, jealousy there, I guess. Jealousy? No, jealousy. I don't know. Envy? No, that's not the right word. What would be the right word there? I'm just sort of uh, reflecting my own personal wishes that my father sticks around for at least another 20 years. Provided he, you know, has good years ahead of him, mind you. And Oscar left us in uh, December 23rd of 2007 at the age of 82. If you know me, you know that I have a great appreciation for the man and will always admire his both, both his music and his um, work as a humanitarian. He was a wonderful educator and a wonderful man. And I do miss him. Not that I ever knew him personally, of course. I never did. Let's not, let's not get carried away here. I don't, I don't want anybody to start a rumor like that. I, I don't like rumors because there's seldom, seldom ever a nugget of truth in them. I've never met the man. Wish I could have, though. Great Canadian artist. Okay, I'm about to pack it up for the day. I know that I'm running just a few minutes shy of the full one hour that I normally give you, but that's okay. Sometimes I just run out of things to say, and I'm rather tired. It's been a long weekend. Did a lot of recording yesterday. I've got some editing to do later today. I still have life to live and chores to do and errands to run. I'm sure you understand how that is. And for those of you who watch NFL football, there are some playoff games on today. This is a Sunday at the time of this recording. So if you enjoy that, please feel free to do so. And I hope you enjoyed today's show. Till we meet again, my friends. Take care of yourselves, wherever you are in this world. I hope you're happy, healthy, and jazzy all at the same time.
Take care. Bye.